Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. So today's episode is going to be for those of you who are about to start a new job, a new nursing job. Um, This could be a transition to a new job, but more specifically, I am targeting those who have just graduated from nursing school and are starting into new positions here in the next few weeks. So the reason I chose to do this episode, I put out a poll and, and kind of wanted to see what you guys were interested in hearing about. And I got some response and those episodes will certainly be coming up an episode about my new job, a little bit more detail about that, as well as my new nursing routine. But I have had so many of you reach out to me very recently, letting me know that you were listening to the interview episodes again and wanting to learn more about nursing philosophies and all of these things. And now I'm starting to hear from you guys with the news that you got the job, you nailed the interview, and now now what? And so I wanted to do a quick episode today for, for all of you guys to give you my top five tips for when you're about to start your job, like what to do in the time leading up to when you're going to start your job. I get, I've had this question a lot. I know some of you are already in the mix, and so maybe this episode won't be as helpful for you. But it will also be helpful if you're transitioning to a new position, because this is always going to be something that you're going to need to do for every position. Everything that I'm going to tell you about can be translated into any sort of job transition. So for those who are about to start their first nursing job, especially this episode is for you. So let's just dive right in. We're going to do five quick tips. So the first tip that I have, and the first one that I think so many people ask about is, how much should I prepare? What should I research? Should I be studying? All of those sorts of questions. So it's a more educational question. How much should I continue to educate myself before I start my job and prepare with that sort of education? So my response to that, so this first tip is try and review like a very brief review that is focused on the area that you're going to start in. So I don't want you guys to be combing through your textbooks. You do not need to be doing a ton of research trying to figure out how to do your job because it's something that you're going to figure out once you're there for sure. And there's going to be so many specific policies that only apply to the job that you're going to be working. So you can look up the normal electrolyte ranges all day long, but they might be slightly different at your job. So that's not going to be helpful for you. That's going to be a waste of time, and it's going to be something that you're just stressing yourself out over. So for example, for those of you who might be starting in critical care of some sort, the NICU, the ICU, anything like that, 
Maybe for you, you do a little bit more research on vent settings because you're going to be dealing with a lot of ventilators. So maybe maybe touch up on that. Like what do the different vent settings mean? Um, what do the different modes mean? Very basic, very high level. So maybe touch up on those terms so that you recognize them when you hear them. If you're going to start in a cardiac, on a cardiac floor, maybe you review like right versus left-sided heart failure. Maybe you just look at the structure of the heart so that you can be present in those conversations about the heart. You know, you're getting your patient, you're getting report, and they're using all these acronyms. If you can even just be slightly more familiar with what those acronyms mean, that'll be helpful for you. But I want you to keep this so brief. And honestly, if you are feeling so stressed about your new job, just skip this step. I know that that sounds terrifying, but skip it. You are going to figure it all out once you're there. I promise you. The little bit of review that you're going to do is not going to make a difference but it might make you feel a little bit better. So if you feel more comfortable doing some review, do it. I personally did review some because I'm an anxious person. So I just do that anyway. I couldn't help it. So what I chose to do as well, I looked at, um, I found a book that was specifically for like critical care basics. And I got that. It was like a little pocket one. And it actually was really helpful. It was something that I could carry around with me while I was on the job, and if somebody said, oh, this person's on therapeutic hypothermia, I could look it up in my little book and review some of the nursing considerations, and that was really helpful. And those books, those types of books exist for any specialty. There'll be a med surge one, there'll be a NICU one. You're going to find, hopefully find anything that you need in like a little pocket-sized review book, and that might be helpful for you. And before I started my job, it wasn't like I read that book cover to cover. I reviewed some topics that I thought would be helpful, like strokes, since I'd be working on a neuro floor. Little did I know I would just be a COVID ICU nurse, but I did review some of those neuro things, more focused neuro assessments, because I was on a neuro floor. So just look at where you're going into and maybe do a slight little brief review. Um, Another thing that might be helpful for you to review just in general is your assessment, your head-to-toe assessment. You're going to have to do that wherever you are. And so like what I chose to do was I looked up some videos. So my favorite videos on these topics, the easiest ones to digest, were by Registered Nurse RN. Um, I will put it in the show notes. She has excellent videos. Any of you who are still in school as well, her videos are really, really helpful for nailing some of those harder to, to understand content and topics that you might be seeing on your nursing exam. She has NCLEX review and things like that, but she also has a great head-to-toe assessment video that just kind of refreshes your brain. Now, again, you're probably not going to be doing it as thorough as you were in school because nobody looks at like TMJ or whatever, unless <laughs> depending on what floor you're in, but it's good just to like refresh. So I did that and I made myself little notes and I put it in my folding clipboard for when I started because when we first started, we focused on assessments. So it was something I could just like look back at real quick when I was feeling a little nervous about doing an assessment. So maybe some basics like that might be helpful for you to review. Other than that, keep it so simple. Please don't look up all that stuff. It's not worth your stress. So brief review is tip number one and it's focused on the area that you're going into. Number two is start to establish a routine and make it solid. Now, for those of you who are going to be starting on night shift, which is probably a lot of you, I don't want you like switching over to a night shift schedule like right away. You don't need to be doing that right now. But figure out the pieces of your routine that you real that really help you and are really strong and figure out what that's going to look like for you with your new schedule. So if 
you know, it helps you to meditate in the morning, make sure that you build that into whatever time of day it is for you when you start your day. So I encourage you to create some sort of starting the day routine that's going to help you start your days off right, whether it is, you know, at six o'clock at night, or 6am in the morning, whatever it is, figure out what you need to start your day off right. So figure out if it's like meditation, if it is some gratitude practice, if it's exercise, if it's just having a really good breakfast in the morning, if it's taking your dog for a walk, figure out the elements of your routine that are important to you, start to map those out, and also just start to figure out what that's going to look like with your new schedule. So I encourage you to write it out. If you have any questions about routines, please ask me. I love talking about routines because I'm type A and that's my life. So this is something that I did when I started my new job. I figured out what my morning routine would now look like now that I was working different hours. So I encourage you to do that. And I encourage you to do it also because I want you to build in those things that are going to help you have a, a good day And instead of trying to just rush out the door as fast as you can, trying to get to work, because all you're doing is leaving in a hurry and leaving in anxiety. So all you're going to do on your ride there is be anxious about maybe I'm going to be late. What patient am I going to get? I'm so scared that I'm going to mess something up. It's all these other things that run through your head because you're already in that state of mind. So I encourage you to have a solid start of day routine that's going to put you in the right mindset to begin with. Figuring out your routines like this is also just going to help you have one less thing to worry about once you start your job. So what time are you going to go to bed at night? What time are you going to wake up? What kind of foods are you going to eat? Do you need to meal prep? Those types of things are good things to figure out before you actually start. So I would encourage you to look into that. Again, if you have questions, please let me know because I'm going to keep this episode pretty brief. So establish your routine. The next one is I categorize this as basics which is very vague. So I just threw in a bunch of things that I think are helpful to prep. So your basics are things like it's ordering the things that you need. So if you are starting a night shift, make sure that you order your blackout curtains, whatever mode you're using. I used, it's like easy blackout window covers or something. I'll put it in the show notes because I'm probably butchering it. But you can order like custom sizes because for us, we have a big bay window. If you're struggling with that sort of thing, let me know. Check them out. They're very helpful. So order your blackout curtains. Figure out what you're going to need to be able to sleep during the day. If you're on night shift, you need to order an eye mask or pick one up. Do you need to get something like a noise machine or something like that if it's going to help you sleep better during the day? If you're in like a really noisy neighborhood, if you need some sort of like supplements or other things that might help you sleep, whatever it looks like for you, figure out what you're going to need for night shift and purchase those items. Basics also include things like getting your scrubs ahead of time, figuring out what color you're actually going to need for the hospital that you're working in. If you need to get any engravings done, you can do that or engravings. I don't know. Embroidering. That's what it's called. (laughs) Whatever it is. Sometimes some hospitals have certain custom things that you have to get done. Um, If there's specific shoes that you'd like to order, if if you haven't found a nursing shoe yet, maybe try a few out. Same with scrubs. It's a process to try and figure out what scrubs are going to work best for you. So make sure you make time for that. If you need things like basic supplies, stethoscopes, pen lights, folding clipboards, all of those sorts of things, order them ahead of time. It's just one less thing instead of trying to do it the week of. And then the last thing in this section that I have is if you have never been to the hospital that you are working at, make sure that you know where how to get there. For one, what's your route going to be? 
and also where you're planning to park or where you're allowed to park and how to get into the hospital from there. Even if it's just for your orientation, you might be going somewhere other than the hospital, whatever it is, maybe just know how to get there ahead of time so that the morning of you're not trying to figure out how much time you need to get there, where to go, you're not facing a bunch of traffic and feeling really stressed and scared that you're going to be late on your first day. Figure out all those small details ahead of time so that you can have as smooth a transition as possible. So the next tip I have is to plan ahead to make sure you have time and you make time to stay connected to the people that you care about. Those people are going to be so important in your first few weeks, first few months, first year of nursing. Nursing is certainly an extremely stressful position. It's a, it's a very stressful job to have especially in the first year or so, there's a huge learning curve. And so you're going to need your support system. They, they, you needed them when you were in nursing school and you're going to need them now. So I encourage you to make time for them and plan ahead of time how you're going to stay connected because it's so easy to slip into a routine or slip into the habit of not connecting with them when you're so tired after work or after a long week. It's it's easy not to call home. It's easy not to call your best friends. It's easy to cancel a plan that you had vaguely made with them or something like that. But if you plan ahead saying like every week or every Thursday, if you can do that, you have a girl's night. Every Friday, you have date night with your significant other. If you plan ahead to make sure that you always have breakfast with your with your significant other, things like that are going to be something that you look forward to. And they're going to help you stay connected to the people that you need most. Because when you start to get into the, the mix of things, and when things start to get really stressful, it's easy to isolate. And it's easy to get stuck in a funk and stay away from your people because you're just so busy or you're tired, you're sleeping. You don't make time for those people who are the ones who actually give you energy. So plan ahead how you're going to stay connected to the people that you care about and let them know what your new schedule is going to look like so that they aren't thinking that you're just ignoring them all the time or that you're ignoring their text or that you never want to hang out with them. Let them know that your schedule is different now, that your schedule has changed and how it impacts your relationship. If you do that ahead of time, you're going to avoid that stress and you're going to stay connected and stay in a good relationship with the people that you, you're so going to need. So I encourage you to do that for sure. In this, I also encourage you to give yourself things to look forward to when you're first starting out. So in your first few months, maybe plan a couple weekends for yourself where you're going to see some friends or you're just planning like a relaxation day for yourself. Maybe you're maybe you book a massage ahead of time. Do that. Like I said, it's same thing with your resources. Do it ahead of time so that when the time comes, it's already set up for you and you can't back out. Then <laughs> you can't just, you know, try and stay at home and stay on the couch and watch Netflix all day because those things are going to give you fuel. They're going to give you energy and remind you that you're a human when things can be tough. Not to scare any of you guys, I know that the the when you're first going to be starting out, it's scary to start nursing and you feel intimidated. Check out some of my earlier episodes. Those ones are going to be helpful for you as well just to get your mindset prepared. But I do think it's important to set these things up so that you are set up for success. That's all that this is. It's avoiding the isolation that can happen. It's a, it's basically, I'm telling you what I wish I did <laughs> when I first started my job. So give yourself things to look forward to. Plan some import, things that are important to you. Do you like to play volleyball with your friends? Make sure you make time for that. Do you like to go on bike rides? Do that. 
Is it something like you like to go to the beach once a year? Make sure that you plan it and tell your managers ahead of time. All of those things. Plan ahead and also plan some celebrations for yourself because like I said, the first few months, the first year can be really stressful. So if you have a plan to celebrate when you're a month in, when you can reflect on like, I can't believe how far I've come instead of like just getting stuck in your head thinking that you're not learning anything, right? You can celebrate all that you've achieved. I want you to plan those things in first, you know, first month, first few months, if it's every week, I don't really care what it looks like for you, but celebrate all of the things that you're doing and plan ahead. And the last thing is I want you to enjoy the time that you have before you actually start. If you ignore everything else that I've said in this episode, this is the only thing that I want you to remember is that you need to enjoy the time that you have before you actually start your new job. Because after this, you know, you're going to be starting into a new position. It's going to be stressful. Nursing is hard. And so if you embrace the time that you have leading up to it, you're going to go into it with a much better mindset than if you just spend all of this time preparing reading about all these diseases in a textbook, trying to be the perfect nurse when you first go in, you're going to figure it out on the job, I promise you. So why not take this time to rejuvenate, to relax, to spend time with family, to spend time with people you love, and spend time doing the things that you love. I want you to travel right now. I want you to plan date nights with your significant other. I want you to see your family. I want you to see your friends. Not that you're not going to be able to do that once you start your job, But this is the time when you should be enjoying that. So I encourage you to do so. I would rather you literally do nothing until you start your job than stress over everything that you need to get done. That's not going to help you. So take this time to relax. Take this time to celebrate all that you've accomplished. You finished nursing school, you passed the NCLEX, and you got a job. That's amazing. You're already doing amazing. So celebrate yourself and enjoy this time. Essentially, all of the things that I've talked about today are just here to try and set you up for success when you first start and make it make it a smooth transition so you're not stressed and scared and anxious when you start. If you can start with a positive mindset, if you can start feeling like you have what you need already prepared for you, it's just going to take one less thing off the table. So that's the only reason to do any of these things is just to hopefully make it a little less stressful. Because this is this is going to be hard. And you already know that. You went through nursing school. You've, you've done all the things. Like you already know that this is going to be a difficult transition. So why not enjoy the time that you have before you start and make it as easy as possible once you do start. So to review, number one is do a very, very, very brief review that is focused on the area that you're starting in. And that's if you would like to do this. This is an optional tip. So brief review focused on where you're starting. If you're starting on a neuro floor, look at some neuro stuff, that kind of deal. And also, if you want to do some very basic review on things like head-to-toe assessments, very general stuff also can be helpful. Check out Registered Nurse RN for some videos on those things. Number two is establish your routines ahead of time. Figure out when you're going to wake up, when you're going to go to sleep, those sorts of things. Number three is your basics. Get Basically, get everything that you need to be successful at your job. Get your scrubs. Get your night shift stuff, all of that. Number four is planning ahead to make sure that you stay connected to the people that you care about. Plan some time with them and figure out when you're going to hang out with them or talk to them while you're on the job. Figure that out. Let them know your new schedule, that sort of deal. And last thing, which is the most important, is enjoy this time that you have before you actually start. Don't just stick your head in a book and be miserable until you start because you're just going to start stressed and scared. And that's not helpful for anyone. 
So I hope that this episode was helpful for you, especially if you're about to start your first job as a nurse. But I also think that this episode can be helpful for anyone making a transition between jobs as a nurse or really any job. I used these things when I just started my most recent job and these were helpful. I made a new morning routine for myself since my schedule will be different. I figured out what times I would be able to hang out with friends and things like that. I did everything that I've talked to you guys about today. So if you have any questions on these things, or if there's other tips that have helped you in your job transitions, please let me know and I'll share them with everyone because that's the whole point of all of this. It's just to support you. So any questions, any concerns, if you're just getting worried about starting a new job, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about it and figure out how we can make it less stressful for you. But for right now, I am so proud of you for getting your new job. I think you're doing such an amazing job. You are heading into a very rewarding but very challenging profession. So like good for you. Celebrate yourself today. Celebrate yourself this week. But I am here rooting for you. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.